Welcome to the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. I am your host, Scott Aaron, and each and every week, I'm going to come to you with short, simple, and powerful tactics of how you can grow your network marketing business, brand, bank account, and impact on those around you. And just remember, network marketing is not easy, but it can be made easy with simple steps to create the success that you truly deserve. So Jamie, welcome to today's episode. And um, I'm always excited to uh, talk to other people that are doing very special and unique things. And uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Kristen Thompson, suggested that we connect just because we're both very unique in what we do. And we had an initial conversation, immediately hit it off. I did a training for your business page. And I said, the the best thing I can do to reciprocate is to invite you onto my podcast. So my following and my listeners can be blessed by your knowledge and the uniqueness of what you do and actually how you help other entrepreneurs and business owners. So number one, welcome to the show. And number two, for my audience that is not familiar with Jamie Young and what she does or who she is, who is Jamie Young? What does she do? And how did your entrepreneurial journey begin? Wow. Well, I'm Jamie Young. My business is uh, Jamie Young Swag and Strategy. Um, I've earned the title Swagologist. And I wear it with pride because um, some people get confused by what I do. Like you hear the word swag. Some people are often confused with the word swag, but um, AKA chatskis, AKA promotional products, branded merchandise, and then strategy. We all know what strategy is, but um, the professional term is gift marketing, right? Um, growing your business generously for gifts. Um, started my business two and a half years ago and, um, it was by accident. It was a side hustle that I kind of started because, um, I run a trade show in Portland. Uh, we see 10,000 attendees, about, um, 400 vendors. And I started a part-time job back in 2013. And my job was just to onboard vendors and sponsors and renew them the next year. And I, I realized in that first year that if those vendors weren't seeing results, then they weren't coming back and my job was gonna be harder the next year. So um, that first year I asked some really tough questions from my vendor. I, I ultimately wanted to know, how'd the show go? Did you reach your goals? Do you wanna come back? And this, this, I was asking them to make a commitment 12 months in advance and some vendors were saying, nope, no ROI. I don't want to come back. And that was pretty tough for the new girl, right? Like, what do you say to that? <laughs> um, other vendors were like, yep, fantastic event. I'm going to renew and I'm going to pay right now. And that was incredible. So I started asking them questions. What did you do? Um, you know, Tell me what were your goals and what were you there for? And they, these are mind you, these are service-based vendors. They cannot count their till at the end of the show. Like they're mortgage brokers and realtors. Um, so their measurables were like emails or social media follows. Like they could measure, th these were leads to them. 
So anyways, I shared their stories of success with those who weren't succeeding and I was getting renewals immediately. So that show went from a 12% renewal rate to a 70% renewal rate. Um, so six years in, I decided to become a promotional products broker because I spent six years recommending swag to these companies to give away to stay top of mind. And it's a female trade show. So it's easy for me to say, well, if you're going to give me something, give me an awesome pocket mirror or a branded nail file or something that's going to roll around in my purse for at least a year that I'm going to want and I'm going to keep. And so I went and became a broker and it was a side hustle. I had a full-time job and within one year I had to quit my job. Um, and I had a business and I did it all backwards because my daughter was seven months old and starting a business with a seven month old with no plan is not the best idea. <laughs> so I hope there we go. <laughs> well, some, sometimes actually there is a longer version. But. Well, sometimes you gotta, you gotta just put yourself, I, I say this to my wife all the time that, the best time to launch a business when it's 75% complete because the other 25% will fill itself out as you launch it. So, but also Jamie, you know, everything had to happen the way that it did. If, if you would have done it a different way, you wouldn't be where you are right now. And, you know, again, sometimes the best businesses happen the way that they're supposed to, because now you can teach others, maybe the way that you did it or the mistakes that you learned along the way to shorten the learning curve for people to do the same thing. So, so what was the biggest in, in that year of, of launching the side business? And I, and I love that, that, you know, you, you had to quit your full-time job. What was the biggest aha moment in that first year where you're like, Oh my God, Holy shit. This is actually, a real business and I'm making money and I can make more money. So what was the aha moment or the deciding factor where you said, you know what, I got to leave this full-time job and I got to put my time, my energy, and my effort into this side business, which is now my full-time business. Well, I, I started out just by networking after work and then orders started coming in. So on my lunch breaks and evenings and weekends, I was quoting, um, it was at the eight month mark when I had to go to my boss and cut back two days a week because, um, you know, when you have a child under the age of one at home, you're, I also have two step boys. So three children and my husband, they weren't getting any time with me after work and on weekends. So I had to cut back at eight months, two days a week to actually work on my business. I joined a professional networking group and within six weeks of joining BNI, that's when I had to go quit my job because my side hustle, I gave myself permission to quit my job once I replaced the income. The income was replaced. And let, let me tell you a secret. I didn't quit. So I went into my boss and I said, I don't want to quit, but I don't want to be, I cannot be responsible for daily duties anymore. So what happened is he converted me from a salary commission, commission only, and I hired two admins who were running my customer service. So I'm buying the show next year. So I never actually left the show because I loved my job so much, but this took over. <laughs> it took, it, it captured me. 
<laughs> and that's that's the entrepreneurial mind and outsourcing because you know you didn't want to stop and they gave you a road and an avenue to continue doing it but also you figured out a way like okay i'm going to keep this job i'm going to still make money doing it and i'm going to outsource those daily duties that i can't do anymore to make sure that my customers are still supported so i'm going to hire some other people to do it for me brilliant because so, I didn't need to be the one sending emails or follow-ups, but I mean, those clients call me anytime and talk to me. That's awesome. So what would you say looking, looking back was, what was the biggest lesson that you learned from going through the shifts that you made from, you know, doing what you were doing before working full-time to now really running your own business? What, what was the greatest lesson that you took away from it? I'll be honest. I don't know if I have an answer for that. I've been running 120 miles an hour since this all started. I will tell you that I tried to hold on to things as long as I could on my own, which was preventing me from growing. And so hiring a VA early in that first year was the best decision I ever made because, um, I, I currently need more help. I need a third VA um, because I'm buried in, in, uh, quotes and that's, that's great. That's exciting. Right. <laughs> so, so outsourcing and hiring, I should have done it sooner. Things like accounting, things like doing my own books and things like that. I mean, when you're young, a young business and you don't have a lot of income for that, you try to, you try to wear all the hats. So, um, yeah. What was the biggest mistake that you made? In, in starting your business? Probably not talking with my husband ahead of time to plan out how this is gonna work. <laughs> because, because even to this day, I think network networking to him sounds like, oh, it's just happy hours, et cetera. I'm like, first of all, I don't drink networking. Um, but, but yeah, probably, probably talking with my husband about here's what it's actually going to look like to start a business. Here's the commitment. But honestly, I didn't know what the commitment was because again, I fell into this. Like it was a side hustle. I didn't ever, I never thought it was going to turn into a full-time job. Um, so that probably doesn't necessarily answer your question, but I, but having a better plan. I did not really have a business plan. I didn't have a model of like, you know, once I get here or the vision, it was just like, holy crap, 12 months later, I have to quit my job and I have this business and I'm wearing all the hats. Yeah. No, I, I mean, communication is everything when, you know, and myself and my wife, we have, we own some businesses together and we have some businesses not together, but we still strategize and we realize that uh, to continue the flow of our businesses, we need to be on the same page. And, and sometimes you learn, the, the best lessons are learned from the mistakes that you made so you can work to improve them. So for people that are, that are hearing this and they're like, swag and strategy, what, what, what does Jamie actually do? So who's the person that is the best fit for you. So that, that entrepreneur that's listening to this, that business owner that's listening to this, that, that maybe doesn't know they could benefit from Jamie Young and what she does. Who is that person and, and how do you help them? Yeah. 
So um, businesses of all types reach out to me, especially coaches, especially um, speakers, but even construction companies. So here are a couple, um, I guess, problems that swag can solve for you because it's all about growing your business generously, right? Like sending a gift should not come from a salesy side. It should come from a generous side of you. But you also need to have what I call your priorities straight. So what are your goals? Like first off, are you focused on getting new leads? Are you focused on converting warm leads? earning renewals, retention. So once you identify your first priority, um, then we can kind of start driving the car in the right direction. Because here's, here's the reason why swag is great is right now we're overwhelmed with technology. The, the connection is lost. People miss that connection. So one thing that I'll, I'm going to bring up to you here in a little bit is lumpy mail, right? Like <laughs> it's a, it's a silly term lumpy mail, but lumpy mail gets opened because a long time ago, um, we used to actually handwrite letters and mail them out to people. And that stopped about 15, 20 years ago, people got lazy and they quit handwriting cards and they started giving gift cards as gifts because it was simple, not thoughtful. So, um, the problem that a lot of businesses feel right now is when they think about swag, all they can think about is cheap, breakable chat skis that people throw away. And they just don't know what is the best item that best represents your company and your brands that's catered to your ideal client. So um, number one, just overwhelmed with how many options there are and what do you give? right? But they should drive action, right? Converting those warm leads to clients, having those renewals. So let's use me as an example. Uh, I'm a podcaster. I'm a business coach. I'm a LinkedIn strategist. I'm a speaker and an author. So if I was to come to you and say, Jamie, I need you to help me create some swag and a strategy around that that I can send to people to keep them um, engaged with me, but also have me top of mind for, because there, I mean, there's a ton of people that listen to this podcast that are also speakers and authors and podcasters and online business owners. What is some kind of swag that you can recommend for those types of people? Yeah. So that tells me that you are looking to convert a warm lead. So they're, they're not, these aren't clients, right? These are people that are following you. So they're warmed to you. They're not cold. Um, I would turn you to a direct mail campaign at this point, because what that does is there's a lot of direct mail that you can mail out. That's incredible. So they, there's these little tech books that I love and it's fully marketable inside and out. When you open it up, several things could be inside. For me, I love like sending out the microfiber like screen cleaners because I wear glasses. You can put coasters in there, nail files, etc. Um, so my next question to you would be, Scott, where in your client's life do you want them to remember you? What room? What are they doing when you want to be the boom, Scott Aaron? In their office. Okay. So then what you don't want to give them is don't give them something that they're going to keep in the kitchen. 
So in the office, a tech book with a coaster inside, right? A pen or a pencil, a notepad. Pen, pencil, something that is a tool in their business is what you want to brand because now you're staying top of mind. All of those things can come in direct mail campaigns. So you can send it just totally generously if there's a holiday. Um, I have a client right now who, um, she's in the health and wellness and National Relaxation Day is coming up next month. So she has an entire campaign built around this one day, August 15th, National Relaxation Day. So she is, all of her pre-marketing is based around that. Her swag is based around that. So I have a national, here, if anybody asks, I will send them the national holiday calendar because there's about 15 holidays per month. There's like way more than that. That could potentially connect with what you do. So for instance, June 30th was national social media day. So if you're a social media marketer, you should be capitalizing on that holiday and bringing a ton of attention around it. Send something out three weeks ahead of time run a big light camp, whatever. But I got a little excited there. <laughs> no, that's, that's so, so the next question that people would want to know is Jamie, all my contacts, all I have is their email addresses. How do I get someone's physical address to send them something? Not, I'm going to actually write this down because I was actually going to do a, a live on this. People need to start collecting addresses. So, you know, like, I love to send gifts. Please include your address as part of that. That way you can start sending that out, right? Or you could, um, this is something one of my clients did who earned a $12,000 client out of it immediately, is she did a free gift, right, that she was actually going to mail out. So when she mailed it out, she mailed it out with a handwritten card, but they just had to private message her, provide that physical address and she deployed that that gift out and her gift wasn't even swag back then back then it was like a printed template of something but she took that extra effort to write a very personal note and that resulted in a twelve thousand dollar claim just by being generous showing up in a non-pdf way so for for someone that wants to you know create some swag that you know if they start building that address does someone have to buy these promotional products themselves? Are there companies they can go through? What, what's, what's that kind of investment? Because I know there's so many people that would love to send out something to people. You know, uh, when I was building my network marketing team, uh, you know, for the people that really did amazing things, I would actually uh, send them a book uh, for Christmas. I would have my VA send them a book. So, you know, just, you know, a little happy holiday present. And it meant a lot, a lot to them. So for, for someone that doesn't know even where, where to get started with this, how, how does someone go about creating some branded promotional products that they can then share with their warm market? Yeah. So um, I offer what's called a discovery session and we kind of go through some very specific questions. We kind of identify the priorities, et cetera. And really people can work with me one of two which ways. Number one, Jamie, I need swag. I know that I want a mug and a notebook and a pen. Will you go shop the best deals for me? Absolutely. Then that, I don't, you don't pay me for that service because the, the supplier pays me. Um, so that's great. If somebody wants to work with me to 
build a custom curated swag and strategy for their business, then that is an additional service. And so we dive deep. We, we look at the next quarter. We look at your goals, your priorities. And I will tell you, the discovery session alone, which costs nothing, people leave just by the questions that I ask. They're like, oh my goodness, I had no idea that these were my priorities. And I had no idea these were the moments I wanted to show up in my client's life because I just don't think about that. So it's so exciting to leave that 30 minute call where this was just a friendly get to know you, but I've asked some questions where they're ready to take their business to the next level. Um, even if it's they already, even if they already know what the swag is that they want to give. So for the people that, that don't really know the benefit. So talk about a client that you've worked with that came to you and said, Jamie, I want to provide some swag and I want to provide a strategy around this, where did that client go prior to having your strategy, then working with you and going through this swag and, and strategy technique? How did that move their business? You mean like, like they did swag with someone else prior to me? No, just maybe they didn't oh. implement that at all. And then, oh. you know, they heard about you and what you do. And you said, listen, yeah. you know, you got a great business. You know, you, you, ha you have a contact list. You know, you should provide some swag. And basically, you kind of lit the fire for them to do this. They worked with you. And, and this was the end result of what, what they got. Yeah. So um, let's talk about a renewal campaign. So I have a client that did deploy a renewal campaign to 23 clients. And within 10 days received a $15,000 renewal order, a thousand dollar order. And then I think they, this is all just trackable within that first month. Um, I think she also ended up receiving a referral out of it. So it's just showing up top of mind at the right moment, the right time. So those, these campaigns, none of them are salesy. Like, the campaigns that I recommend are always just showing up from a generous place, whether it's with that current client or that warm prospect. And in some of these campaigns, guys, we're talking $3 a person or a dollar a person. So it does not have to be expensive. So if you're paying $3 per click on Facebook right now, you could get more strategic with that $3 or those $10. You know, so if your new client gift budget is 15 bucks, we've got some great things for you to show up generously and sit on their desk for a year or two. <laughs> That's, I mean, being top of mind and being visually in front of your warm market at all times is so, so important because you start thinking about them more. So for, for people that don't know about the benefits of having your own personal swag for your personal brand, what would you say are the top two or three reasons why a personal brand, a coach, a podcaster, a speaker should have some swag and start having a strategy around it? I would definitely just all around say top of mind. My business was built off visibility. I gave out a ton of swag as a swag girl early on and I picked up a private client two weeks ago from a lady who got a pen for me, right? Like there are so many great items out there, but early on my swag budget was small as a young company. And I gave out post-it notes and I gave out pens and magnets and she remembered me and she was finally ready to do business two years later. So 
you know, a lot of people, some of them will call a little bit earlier too. They don't all wait two years, but the fact that she still has my swag was great. And she remembered me. So just showing up top of mind and, and having that, that leave behind where you just, they are just there on the desk, on the coaster. <laughs> so for you personally, where are you looking to take your business in the next two to four years? Yeah, I need to slow down enough to think about that, right? Um, the strategy side of my business, I really started marketing it six months ago. I've been doing it for free for a year and a half, two years, right? But the fact that people just want to come to me for strategy sometimes only, this is a new lane where you can choose one or the other. So I think ultimately my goal and my focus right now is making gift marketing easy, thoughtful, and effective because my ideal clients are super busy like me and they don't, most of them don't want to deploy their own gifts. They don't have time to be writing on envelopes, stuffing packages, and mailing them out. So my full, my focus literally on the immediate, and I'm going to have a workshop coming up. I'm still getting the details figured out on that, but I want to have campaigns where you can come to my website and you can say, I want to deploy this to 10 people, 20 people, 100 people. They do nothing other than select it, say yes, and check out. Fulfillment's handled, easy peasy, thoughtful, and effective. You just need to follow up with your client two weeks after they get it. <laughs> and say, hello, how can I support you? Because you'll probably end up with um, some orders or some referrals from that on that follow-up call. If you had all the time or the money available to you, so money or time were of no consequence, what would Jamie be doing right now? Uh, family sitting on white sand with blue water. We need a vacation. This mama needs a vacation. So when are you gonna take your vacation? When we can. <laughs> Actually, my sister yesterday said that, that uh, her friend's in Mexico right now. So I guess people are taking vacations. So you, Once you set that date. So this is what I learned from my buddy, Rob Murgatroyd. Um, you know, he's, just, he's got a great podcast, the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. And, and he gave me some, uh, some advice. He said, entrepreneurs stay in the trenches so much that their whole life is about business and never about play. Um, so he said, the first thing to do, buy the plane tickets. That way you're going to have to go and then you book everything else after. And it was funny, after we did that podcast, a week later, I bought plane tickets to Jamaica and my wife and I went down for a nice six-day vacation. So always buy the plane ticket first and then everything else will fall into place. If you don't commit to the... Because it's, it's easy to cancel a hotel reservation. It's easy to cancel everything else, but it's really hard to cancel a plane ticket. True. True. That's, a, that's great advice. Yeah. I need to go um, plan some play. So how can people find out more about Jamie Young and, and how she can help those people that want a swag and strategy for their business? Yeah. Um, website is jamieyoungswag.shop. Uh, if, if you like Facebook, find me at Jamie Young Swag and Strategy. LinkedIn, Jamie Young Swag and Strategy. Instagram, same. And then um, email me or call me. Email is just hello at jamieyoungswag.shop and um, phone numbers on the website. 
just call me. But I, I think that a discovery, booking a discovery call on my website under my schedule of an appointment is a great place to start for you know going through those questions and then we decide you already know you just want some mugs and some pens or some book bags or wow we've identified some great areas of opportunity Jeannie let's dive deeper love it all that information obviously will be provided in the show notes for people so Highly, highly encourage you guys to connect with Jamie. So Jamie, final question. There is no wrong answer. What does success truly mean to you? Wow. Honestly, just joy and loving what I'm doing on a daily basis is, is why I keep working hard and to build a legacy to pass on to my daughter. Whether she wants to run this business or have the courage to start her own, um, it's been an interesting journey the first two years of her life. So um, if I can empower her to, to chase her dreams and not be afraid of that. Love that, you know, and, and again, you know, doing what you do every day and not having it feel like a job is probably the best kind of business to have. And I can completely relate to that because that's how I wake up every day. It's, it's a privilege to get to do what I do. And I'm sure you feel the same exact way. So Jamie, thank you for your time, your energy, um, just all of the golden nuggets that you brought to this episode, really teaching people the benefits of having a, a swag strategy, just having swag in general to make it really personal to your your warm market, but being top of mind. So thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, go brand a moment today, guys. That's right. So guys, as always, leave a rating and review on iTunes. Let us know what you thought about the episode, what your biggest takeaways were, and just grateful that you guys were to spend this last half hour with us. So please enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you again so much for checking out this week's episode. And if you can, head over to iTunes, search for Network Marketing Made Simple, leave me a five-star rating, basic review. I would be grateful for all of the support you guys can give me. And again, if you'd be interested in learning more how to utilize LinkedIn to grow your business, your brand, and your bank account, head over to my website, www.scotterron.net. Fill out the form for your free 15-minute discovery call so I can learn more about you, your business, and how we can work together. And again, thank you guys so much. Grateful for you all, and I'll see you next time.